0: What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Sure. Why not? I'm your host, Regan Pender. If you're listening to my disembodied voice right now, then you might be a friend of mine. You might not know me at all. This show may have been recommended to you by a friend of mine. You may not know any of my friends or me at all. You might have just found this podcast on the podcast app. Either way, you are indeed listening to Sure Why Not, and I am indeed your host, Reginald Pender, and I was once pulled over three times in 24 hours. Let me explain. This is quite the long story, folks, so just buckle up. Some backstory, I am an actor, I, most of you probably know that, I am an actor, I went to school for musical theater, uh, my, mm, my forte, if you will, in, in acting is in musical theater, and I, for the past three summers I've worked, should have been four, this summer should have been the fourth summer, but unfortunately this summer was cancelled, but for the past three summers before that I worked at a resort up in the state of Maine. And it's called Quisisana. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. It's one of my favorite places on earth. What it is, it's a family resort where families go for one week. They arrive Saturday morning and they leave the following Saturday morning, like a week later. And there are there are sailboats and kayaks and and tennis courts and and you know it's it's not, it's in the mountains, on a lake, a beautiful, beautiful lake, Lake Kizer. That's K-E-Z-A-R, Lake Keezer. Not a sponsor. And these families, they go, it's, you know, a lot of the families, you know, like the mom and the dad, you know, maybe their parents brought them. So now they're bringing their kids and it's, and it's all, it's all just, it really is one big family. And I'm just, I feel so very lucky that I've been able to uh, be a part of that family for, you know, multiple years now and for, for multiple years to come. And what's great about this resort is that they also put on full productions. So one year I was in Cabaret, the musical. Another year I was in a year with Frog and Toad, the musical. Um, so it's really, really cool. And while when I'm not performing, it's it's like it's like Dirty Dancing, where during the day I would work in the dining room on the resort. So it's all-inclusive. So they the guests get three plated meals a day. And I would, you know, serve them those meals and, and you know, be their waiter or whatever. And... Like I said, I just can't say enough good things about Quisasana. So, this is all backstory, by the way. This is all related, trust me. So, uh, I believe it was the... It was my second my second year working there. And my family who lives in Boston, they offered me to take a car up to Maine that summer. I was in Boston for... Uh, some family stuff, and then they said, hey, why don't you, we have this extra car, why don't you take it so you can, you know, get to the store in Maine, and you can just have a car just to get around, and obviously that was very thoughtful of them, and I said, yes, of course, and so I took the car, and it actually belonged to my cousin, who had lived in Connecticut, but was living in Boston, so that's why he would, that's why the car was there, and So the car had... It was stationed in Boston, but it had Connecticut license plates. This is all important and relevant to the story. So I took the car, and I I went to Maine. Great summer. I'm having a great time. I was doing Cabaret the Musical, a great show that really snuck up on me, but that's another story for another time. I played Schultz, the pineapple man. It was great, but while I was there that summer, I was also, like I said, I'm an actor. So I'm always, you know, your most important job is your next one. And so I was, I was looking for auditions and things like that. And I was fortunate enough to submit an audition for a musical that was happening in Chicago, which is where I was living at the time. And I submitted the audition. It was a video audition and a friend of mine helped me film it. And I'm very grateful for that as well. And I submitted not thinking much of it. However, the director of this show was a rather high-profile director, I, I had heard of him, and, and he had gained some recognition at the Tony Awards and whatnot, and so I was like, oh, this would be really cool if, if I could, you know, be in this production, and so I sent it in, and then probably, you know, a week or two later, I get an email that says, hey, we just got word, and they want to have you come in for a callback, and I said, oh, okay, And here's the dilemma, is that I was in Maine, I work six days a week in Maine, I only have one day off, and like, I, when I, I work from, you know, 7.30 in the morning until, if, and if I'm performing that day, I work until, you know, 11, 12 p.m. at night, Uh, or 12 a.m., I guess, which is technically the morning, but, so I, I was, I was like, I don't know if I can make it to Chicago for for an audition or for a callback and, in, in, you know, cause I only have one day off. And they said, well, when do they want me to come in for a callback? And they said, you know, Tuesday. And I was like, Oh, well, that is my one day off of the week that I have. So I immediately texted my mom and I said, Hey, you know, I have this callback for this, for this show that we had talked about. And you know, it's with this director and it, it would be really good for my resume if I could get it. And, you know, how how can we make this work? And, you know, so the closest, the closest... My mother works for a, an airline. And so I, I, I get to fly for free. And so I... The closest airport to Kwisasauna was Portland, Maine, which is about two hours away. And, you know, I could... I could... The thought process started, right? Where I... I said, oh, well, maybe I can drive, I can drive to Portland and leave my car there overnight. But then I thought that's a lot of money to probably leave it at the airport overnight. Um, so, and but then, and then it became a matter of, okay, well, there, are there even any flights that would work? And, you know, Portland, Maine to, to Chicago, there aren't any nonstop flights, which is usually how, for, for, you know, for my sanity, my mom's sanity, that's how we like to fly. It's just nonstop. There's no connections. You know, we could lose luggage, blah, blah, blah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, there weren't any flights. So, I said, okay, well, that's out of the question. And then I was like, well, then I guess. So, then I, you know, I emailed back and I said, well, is it possible if I, can, if I can submit a video call back? And then they respond back with, well, you know, the director will be there and I think it would be, it would be, very beneficial if you if you went and at least met him. And I was like, ah, okay. So I, I start brainstorming. My mom says, well, what if you flew out of Boston? Which is only about three hours, maybe a little over three hours away from Quistasana. And I was like, okay, I could do that. But that's a long drive. And I have work Monday. And Monday night is the night that I performed Cabaret, the musical, which started at 9 p.m because that's just how things are running, because the show starts at 9 p.m., and then you're done at about 11, 11.15, 11, you know? I said, okay, well, I have, you know, I have the show until 11.15, and by the time I, you know, shower and, and get on the road, I would, you know, I wouldn't roll into Boston until, you know, 1 or 2 in the morning, depending on if I stop and whatnot. And... And then I have to, you know, I have to get up at the, I think the flight was at 7.30 or 8 in the morning or something. Excuse me. And, and, you know, I, I just, I talked with some of my friends who were there in Maine and they said, you know what, Regan, you have to do this. Like you have to, you just have to go do it. And I was like, okay, so I guess to, to wrap up this, this backstory of how I've got, I got pulled over three times in 24 hours is that I decided to end my show at Quisasana on Monday night at about 11:15 shower drive a little over 3 hours to my cousin's house in Boston get there probably you know one or two fall asleep for a couple hours wake up go to the airport fly home to Chicago stay you know maybe nap for an hour at home in Chicago and then go to this callback for this show then from the callback go straight to the airport get on a plane back to boston nonstop get right back to my cousin's house get in the car drive a little over 3 hours and get back to quisasana to be at work tomorrow morning at 7:30 in the morning what? And that's what I did. So show ends. Great show. And everyone, everyone who I'm working with knows that this is happening. Like this is a thing. I, I I asked permission from my boss. I said, Hey, you know, this, this, this opportunity has, has come up and I think it would be very great for me if I could go and, you know, like the flights are okay And the thing about the flights is, is that because I fly for free, if there, I only fly if there's an open seat. So luckily the, the, the two flights I was looking at had open seats and the chances of me getting on were very good. So that's also another like, you know, thank my lucky stars that that was happening. But so my boss graciously said, yes, I like, you can do this. Um, you're a psycho, but you can do this. And I said, okay. And so, so the show ends, I I get showered. All my friends were like, you got this, like, you know, break a leg at the callback, you're going to be great, uh, you know, just, just, you stay awake and, and, and don't, you know, don't fall asleep behind the wheel, and I said, okay, so I, I get in the car, and I, you know, I, I stock up on caffeine, and I hit the road. Now, folks, when I say that this resort is in the middle of the mountains on a lake, there aren't really streetlights anywhere. It's pitch black. Not, not a light in sight. Trees on both sides. Forestry. Foliage. Everywhere. Okay? Moose crossing signs everywhere. Beware of the moose. Beware the moose, eh? I had to have my, my, my brights on. It was treacherous. Fifteen minutes into the drive, I'm thinking, why am I doing this? This is insanity. A less than 24-hour madcap whirlwind trip back home for a callback to come back and be at work the next day. And that's how that's how I'm spending my day off, by the way. Is this. That's my day off. So I get on the road. I'm driving. I have my... You know, I have, I have the air on because I like to be a little cold because I can't... I can't fall asleep when I'm cold. But if I'm driving, I like to be cold because I just, like, stay awake, I guess. But I'm driving. I have the air on. I you know i i don't i'm not texting i have my ipad randomly because the car the car i was driving was a little older so it didn't have like a like an like an aux cord it was like a it was just there was not there was not there wasn't anything there so i had my ipad up on the dashboard and i had music saved on it and it was all show tunes you know cuz i'm a musical theater actor blah 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 so i I had that up on the dashboard. I had that playing. And I was just, you know, singing along, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And my father, who was obviously aware of the situation and, and concerned for his son, like any parent would be, he just would check in every now and then and be like, how you doing? He would call me and just, you know, say, Hi, do you need do you need to stop? Do you have to go to the bathroom? Do you have to, you know, do you need a, do you need a soda or something? And, uh, and, you know, that's great. And so I'm driving to get to Boston from Maine. You have to drive. It's also... Center is right on the edge of the New Hampshire border of between Maine and New Hampshire. It's in center level Maine. And so you have to drive through New Hampshire into Massachusetts, and then you're, you're in Boston. So I'm driving and you get to the New Hampshire border pretty quickly. And I'm driving, I'm, I'm on the phone with my dad and and I'm like, yep, yeah, everything's going great. Like uh, I'll call you in like, you know, like a half hour, 45 minutes just to check back in, hang up. And maybe like five minutes later, Whoop, whoop. Red and blue lights. I'm getting pulled over by the New Hampshire Police Department. I guess the the state, a state trooper. I don't know. The, the, bottom line, folks, the New Hampshire Police Department, the state troopers and I, we have become very good friends. They are huge friends of the show. And they are very, very nice people. So, I get pulled over. And I'm like, ah, shit. Shoot. Like, this is the last thing I need right now. It's like, who knows what time it was. And I was like, I, I just want to get to Boston. I'm already tired. I, I have a lot to do. So I, I stopped. <clears throat> I pull over. And first thing that was out of the ordinary is that this cop came up to the passenger side window of the car. And I was like, okay. So, so I'd like roll down the other window and I was like, uh, uh yes, officer. And he said, you know, you were you were speeding, and I was like, oh, "Oh, was I? Like, sorry." You know, I was like, "Ah, sorry, I apologize." Um, he's like, "All right, well, like, let me see the license and registration." So here's where it gets interesting. I pull out my Illinois driver's license. I hand him the registration that was registered under my aunt and uncle who live in Connecticut, and I hand it to him. We're in New Hampshire. And he says, he looks at my stuff and then he, he like looks at me and he says, uh, what, uh, where, where, what's ha what's happening here? Like, what, what, what are you doing? And I said, oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm an actor and I, I work at this resort up in Maine and I, I, I have a call back in Chicago. So I'm driving to Boston right now, uh, to, to sleep in my cousin's house and then fly home and then come back and then go, go back, you know, be back in Maine and in, t- in time to, to, you know, be at work the next morning. So basically what I told him was, I'm a kid who lives in Illinois who's driving a car from K- that's in Connecticut and I'm driving from Maine to go to Massachusetts um, and uh, we're in New Hampshire. Huh? And he's like, okay. So then he, you know, he goes back to his car and he, and he he's you know, runs my license or whatever and then he comes back and and he just says... Oh, so your family's from your family's from Glastonbury, which is a town in Connecticut. And I said, yeah, like I have, I had, I have some family out there. He says, oh, I'm, I, I, was born and raised in Connecticut. I actually, uh, I actually grew up in the town, the town next to it, and I, I pulled over a lot of people from Glastonbury. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. And. And then he's, and then he didn't say anything. And I was like, um, is, is there, is there anything else? And then he looks, he looks around in my car and he sees on the floor, these little flashlights that they give out at Quissasana because we're in the middle of the woods. When you walk around at night, it's dark. So they give out these like strong flashlights. And so he looks at it and he says, is that flashlight strong? And I said, I'm sorry, what? And he said, "Is, is that flashlight in your seat? Is it strong? And I said, uh, I, I'm not sure. And he reaches down, picks it up, turns it on. He's like, oh yeah, it's kind of strong. Turns it off, puts it back in my seat, looks at me and he says, okay, you can go. And that was it. And I was like, wait, what? That's it? So he let me go. Didn't give me a ticket for speeding. I think I, I think I was going like 15 over. So then I you know, I pull away and I just keep driving. And then I call my dad. I was like, dad, I just got pulled over. He's like, no, really? And I was like, yeah, but I didn't get a ticket. And he was like, oh, that's great. And then, so that was pullover number one. Very strange. Asked me about a flashlight and how he randomly pulled over people in my cousin's hometown. Very, just very, very bizarre. So I get to my aunt and uncle's house. No problems after the first pullover. I roll in there very late. I just go right inside, go straight to bed, maybe sleep for a second. Wake up, go to the airport, get driven by my uncle, leave the car at the house, and I fly home. Get home, I nap for about an hour, then I go to the callback. I think I did pretty well. I met the director, a very nice guy, very cool. And then after the callback, I get in the car with my father who drives me straight back to the airport, get on the flight and I fly back to Boston. And at this point, I believe the flight was around, it was around like seven, 7 PM, seven or eight. And so I get into Boston at like 10, 10 or 11 PM. I have work at seven thirty AM the next morning, folks, this was my day off. So I start driving, I start driving back to Maine, Get out of Massachusetts, no problem. And I get back into the good old state of New Hampshire. Live free or die. That is the state motto of New Hampshire. And once again, as any parent would, my father checks in on me every now and then, just make sure I'm, you know, I'm, I'm alert. I'm, you know, obeying the law, not speeding. And so I'm driving and I'm, I'm in New Hampshire for, for a good little bit before anything happens. I have my iPad up on... Up on, the, up on the dashboard, listening to my show tunes, listening to my my Wicked and, and my Les Mis. I, I don't know what I was listening to. But, you know, just driving like like I would. Just trying to get back. Not thinking about the callback because you don't want to think about it too much. Because you'll go crazy in the world of acting if you do that. And then, I get pulled over again. And this time I was on the phone with my father. You know, he, he was just saying, how you doing? You know, he, I, then we were actually talking about the callback. We were talking about the callback and how, how it went. And then I was like, uh, dad, you're not going to believe this, but I'm getting pulled over again. And he's like, are you speeding? I said, Nope, I'm not speeding. Like I'm not speeding after the first time I did not speed. Like I was not doing that. I was like, I'll, I'll have to call you back. And he's like, Okay. Bye. And so hang up and I pull over and another state trooper, this time he comes up to the driver's side window like a normal cop, I guess. Maybe cops do I don't know. If you're, if you have ever gotten pulled over, let me know. Has a cop ever walked up to your pad? Maybe if you're on a busy street, I could get that. But folks, we were in the forest. We were in Narnia. Okay. Like we weren't, there wasn't, there wasn't anyone. (laughs) There wasn't anyone around. So I don't know why the first cop came up to my passenger side window. Second cop comes up and he's, you know, very, very kind, and he's just, hi, um, and I was like, hi, officer, uh, you know, what can I do for you? What, what, what can I do for you? Um, and he just says, you know, I didn't pull you over for anything serious, I just, uh, you know, I just noticed that back there, when when you braked a little bit, that the light above your license plate doesn't turn on when you brake. What? There must be nothing to do in New Hampshire. If cops are pulling people over because the light above your license plate doesn't light up when you brake, that's the reason you pull people over at midnight on a Tuesday, then there's nothing to do in New Hampshire. And I said, Oh, okay thinking that maybe he would like give me a ticket or something or just you know be like you need to get that fixed he just said yeah it's it's an easy fix um i'm just letting you know like you don't there's not you don't have to worry about it just you know just make sure you get it fixed sooner rather than later i was like oh okay uh thanks is that it and that was it and he just let me go That's pullover number two, and we are, yep, that was pullover number two, and so I keep driving, as soon as he lets me go, I call my dad, and I was like, what? Because I had told him, obviously I told him about the first guy, how he was like, that flashlight, uh, I pulled over people in your cousin's hometown, so I told him about this guy, and I was like, this is weird, like, and then we talked about how, you know, people in New Hampshire have nothing to do. And so I keep driving and then, you know, maybe a little, a little while longer passes. And then my father calls me again because my father was very, very concerned that, you know, I was being followed by the New Hampshire police department. And so he calls me and in the middle of the phone call, I say, dad, I know that I, you're not going to believe this, but I'm getting pulled over again. At this time, at this point, we were like laughing, and he was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yes!" Like, what is going on? And so, and each time, actually, folks, while while I was driving, I have an i, I an active iPad on my dashboard, which may I guess in today's day and age probably doesn't mean anything because you know people have like seventeen different devices like coming out of their like air condition units where they're like, "I work for I work for this this delivery company and this driving service," so I have. My GPS up here, my phone over here, my thermometer over here, my police scanner over here, and my, uh, my seven cup holders over here. So I guess it didn't really matter, but to me, for some reason, having an iPad on the dashboard was like, no, like that was, that was not cool. Like I, for some reason I was like, I don't want the cops to know that I listen to musical theater. The cops can't know I like feed. They just can't. So every time I'd have to like scramble and turn off like my, turn off my, my iPad, my music. So that's what happened. So I get pulled over a third time and I was like, literally what in the world could I possibly have been pulled over for? Unless it's for that little taillight. Folks, the light bulb that he was talking about was the size of my thumb, a tiny light bulb that's right above the license plate. So when you do break, you can see the license plate. So apparently you couldn't see my license plate okay. (laughs) Thinking about it right now, I'm like, Oh, well maybe not being able to see the license plate of a car is problematic, but whatever. (laughs) And so, so I get pulled over and I'm sitting there. And by this point I was like, bring it on. What does this guy got? I don't even care. I'm so tired. I just killed a callback. I've already been pulled over twice in the past, less than 24 hours. What can this guy possibly say? So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for him to come up to the, to the window and then what do I notice? But this cop is coming up to the passenger side window. And I was like, What is going on? Why why do new why do New Hampshire cops like to come up to the passenger side window of cars? That must just be how they get trained or something, or maybe they don't want to get run over by a moose running down the road. Which by the way, I have I've worked in Maine for three summers and everyone's like, I've seen seven moose and I'm like how? I've worked here for three summers and I've never seen a moose. I've seen pictures of him, but I've never seen a real live moose. Come on, man, do better. So he walks up to the passenger side window. I rolled down my car window and... And then he walks up and... Because you can't see me, because I'm a disembodied voice, like I said... He, I could only see from about, like, his, his chest down. He's wearing his state trooper uniform. He walks up. And then all of a sudden pops down his head looks at me and he says you again folks it was cop number 1 cop number 1 pulled me over again the next day and so i look at him and i'm not kidding you i i laughed and i said what's up i literally said what's up because For some reason, I felt, in that moment, I had, like, never felt closer to a stranger than this New Hampshire state trooper. Because he recognized me, recognized my car, my Connecticut car driving in New Hampshire from Massachusetts to Maine coming from Chicago. I felt, like, this was next of kin to me. I said, what's up? And his response was, I thought you were in Chicago and I said, I was, I I'm back. I have work in seven hours. And so he says, Oh, okay. How did it go? Are you kidding? I'm literally having a conversation with a new Hampshire state trooper about how my callback went. That's insanity this is, I feel like I have, I've told this story to people before, but I feel like I, every time I tell it, it, do, it doesn't seem real. Like the story just doesn't seem real. And so I, you know, I told him, I was like, I, th- I think I did well. Uh, you know, like I, I, I think I sang well, I think I acted well. And, and the director seemed responsive and, and, you know, we worked a little bit and he was like, Oh, he's like, oh cool, cool. So like, when, like, when, when do you think you'll know? And I was like, "What? The actual heck is going on?" And I was like, "I, you know, I don't know, we just have to wait and see." And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he kind of pauses. And I was like, "Is is there a reason you pulled me over? Like what, what I don't understand. They need friends. They need friends in New Hampshire apparently. If you live in New Hampshire, if you're from New Hampshire, I'm sure you're a huge friend of this show." But like you, you gotta, you gotta figure something out cause your cops are bored. And so, so, which I guess is a good thing, but so I, you know, he stops and I'm like, what, is there a reason why you pulled me over? I didn't say that, but cause you know, he paused and then he said, were you just driving South on this road about 20 minutes ago? And I was like, what? no. Why would I be driving south? I'm trying to get back to Maine to go to work tomorrow at seven in the morning. Why would I be driving south? No, I wasn't, and obviously I wasn't that exasperated. I just, you know, because I'm I'm talking to my best friend right now, my New Hampshire best friend, and I said, no, I wasn't. I'm I'm you know I've just been, I've been driving north on this road for for a long time, and he's like, oh, okay, that's all. You can go. And then he just walks away. Just walks away. And I was like. I I just don't. I can't wait to tell everyone tomorrow. What happened. And so. That was. Pullover number three. Within 24 hours. In New Hampshire. Of all places. On a whirlwind. 24 hour adventure to go home for a callback to come back to work the next day in one of my favorite places in the world quiz asana if you're listening and you've worked at quizzy you obviously are family love quiz asana love you and folks that that concludes this story is that i made it back safely i made it to work on time i was not late the next morning i woke up I was tired, but I made it. And did I make that production? Did I get cast in that production? No. But that's okay. Because I'm left with this great memory. And a great friend out in New Hampshire. I wonder what he's doing. Maybe he's cuffing a moose for jaywalking. Who's to say? I got pulled over three times in 24 hours and didn't get a ticket. Just lots of memories. Thanks for listening, y'all. Be well.